Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. No time for that intro, lads. We're back off to sea. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autorvia, episode 36 Betrayal. Last time on Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autorvia. The crew, after investigating and gathering the equipment they needed, enter the ballroom and enter the grounds to find proof that King Zorstorm Shield, leader of the Navy and possible member of the cult, is truly working for him. But how will it go? Let's find out. Meanwhile, outside, as the rain has down, you you both just sat there, kind of tired, dozing off slightly, because while it's raining, it's still quite humid. Before you just hear a boom, <laughs> followed by screams that gets quick, progressively louder and louder. I turn and look at Furry Bro. Alright, Furry Bro, it's time to go. Alright, we only got like 10 minutes that we can do, and then we gotta get back to this spot and get the fuck out of here, bro. Rambo's okay symbol with purple. Alright, uh, so I'd like to get my pack of 10 Molotov cocktails that are quick loaded on my back. And then I will also pull out the scroll of Major Image. And uh, as I do, I will, I will read from it. And as that begins, uh, what I want to happen, because people are assuming starting to file outside, right? Yeah. At this point, you can see people starting to file out. And there's close to about 100 people at this point as they start to file out and head to the um, gate. All right, like I'm, I'm gonna wait for uh, like a crash of like lightning or that because the weather's so really bad. So like as a lightning bolt hits, I'll read the scroll and I will make an image appear of a massive 20 foot tall uh, like dragon turtle lizard creature with a huge like crest on its head, uh, like black scales with like red spikes going down its back. And Major Image does say that it allows to make sounds and everything like that. So please, when editing this, get the best Godzilla uh, impersonator that you can get as this creature just roars. And then I will pull out uh, one of my like uh, magical uh, matches like that and go, all right, furry bro, it's time to go wreck some shit.
and I will jump into the 20-foot cone into the center and light up a Molotov cocktail. And as I throw it, I will make the image, make it look like it's shooting out a fireball so that as it goes for the like 20 foot in front of it, cause like I'm projecting it so that the Godzilla is at the back of this 20 foot uh, cone. So it probably has, you know, a good 10 foot in front of it. So when I throw the fireball, like it'll be for about 10 foot, it'll just look like it. And then as it comes out, whatever it hit, and I want to hit the, just close to the house. Like wherever the most people are filing out of, just launch a fireball. And by fireball, yeah. I mean Molotov cocktail. People are running to the gate, screaming. It's chaos there, banging on the gate, trying to get it open. And this Goliath guard runs out. What the f***? And immediately charges back into the house. As you're shooting off these fireballs everywhere. God, I love this. And as we're doing that, I'll be like, all right, furry bro, at the front of the Godzilla, just start kicking or wrecking shit as we go by it. So, like, I just imagine that we're just moving this, like, 20-foot image of a Godzilla around. And, like, first of all, I'd let you wreck the fountain that we're right there at. So, I'll be like, get the fountain, furry bro. All right, I stop swinging my, uh, my Atessus at the fountain. Okay, just throw me in... Just run me a general strength check. Which is plus seven for you, I believe. My team plus seven twenty-six. The fountain just obliterates your um hammer hits it and thunderous bangs come off of it. As the I make the Godzilla the roar and yeah. kick as that happens, so it looks like I just kicked the fountain over. And at this point, the um, the guard behind the gate is trying to get it open as people are basically like squishing him into the gate, trying to push the gate open themselves. I'd like to launch a fireball close to the people, but just close enough so that I don't want to actually hit the people, but I want to scare them away from being at that gate right now. I need as much chaos as possible for these 10 minutes. As the fireball lands... Yeah, that sort of roll. About half of them start running away from the gate. The one furthest back from the gate start to bolt down the opposite side to try and get behind this big monster as the other, like, 40 or so people tightly, like, go as tightly to the gate as they can and continue to push, choking the poor guard out. All right, furry bro, we gotta head that way and get those people away from that gate. Onwards! Oh, it's chaos. You, you, you two can hear the roar from inside. Very muffled, but you can hear the roar inside. Not going to question that. As you go round, people see. Yeah, and they bolt from the gate. The guard stays there as he continues to fumble with keys. Uh, once we get close enough, I'll be like, all right, for it, bro, take out the guard. And we'll perform Ultra Bonk on the guard. Make me an attack roll. You can have it with advantage as he is distracted at this point. It's 
being bared down on by a Godzilla, for God's sakes. Oh, my highest is a crit 20 plus 11, so does that hurt? Yes, <laughs> that hurts. Roll damage. Using my pink dice and my heart dice, and I feel like Varian would be horrified at all this damage that these dice are causing. Is this with my Tetesimus, by the way? Yes. Okay, yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> That's lethal damage. What's, what's your total? Uh, nah. My brain's I mean, it's not as cool as it seems, it's only 19. 19? It, as you swing to try and knock him out, you just hear a horrific... as his shoulder basically explodes and he falls to the ground. It kills him. He had 15 HP. Ran puts the guy's head somewhere in the region of his chest cavity. Alright, furry bruh, that's one guard down. Towards the house! I want to launch a Molotov cocktail at the, like, front of the house to start trying. I know it's pouring out rain. Thankfully, liquor and water don't mix, so it's basically yeah. still, now it's just, you know, rolling fire that we're launching out, so. So you're going near, what, the entrance of the, entrance of the doorway, or...? Yeah, not too close, but just uh, kind of wreck up the sides of this, like, house. I don't want to yeah, cut I mean, off... We don't want to kill everyone. We're not... That's not what Picasso and Furry Bro are about. Like, we're just trying to make sure it's absolute chaos out here. So we don't want to destroy the only entrance or exit. Yeah, as uh, the people cower in the corner from quite close to um, where the wall is other people fan out to try and get out of the way but you got a group of people who are just carried in the corner and some who are accepting their fate at this point but you have got people still trying to make a run for it as they try and run around you uh, once again just a huge Godzilla roar And then I go, Furry bro, anything you want to wreck up? And it's just kind of sweeping a path in the way. I told you, Furry bro, that this would be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, then uh, I guess Picasso and Ran would just keep, you know, fucking the place up for our, I would say probably, you know, nine, nine minutes. And then give us time that uh, we could just still leave the image up because it's, you know, 120 feet but then make our way to our exit point. Okay, after this sort of period of time, just maybe a stealth check, is people have finally managed to get through the gate and they're running, so just make me a um, stealth check not to get spotted by anyone as you guys walk out of the image. 16. Uh, uh, 17. Do we get that with advantage? I mean, we are, you know... At That's the end, I would throw the red... Alright, just making sure. I mean, you can roll if you want to, but that beats the DC anyway. I'll take my first one. <laughs> yeah, no trouble at all. Pop out the wall and start bolting for it stealthily down to the pathway where... It's pretty much cleared out by now. Let's safe to say party's over. Uh, I think that... I'd look at Furry Bro. 
where like, Furry Bro, we should probably, like, probably stay close just in case, you know, that Angry Bro or Bastard Bro, like, calls us. You still got that, like, stone that they gave us, right, bro? Yes. Alright, like, so, yeah, like, I think, I mean, there's not much up here, but we just find a spot to hide for a while nearby. Yeah, I'd say it's like, yeah, I'd say there's probably a spot under a big tree that's sheltering from the rain slightly. Alright, for it, bro, like, hopefully we gave him enough time. Like, that thing with the Godzilla probably freaked the fuck out of everybody. And now it disappeared, so, like, they're gonna be even more confused. And we'll find a semi-dry spot and just flump down. Castle sit next to Ran under this tree. Alright, Furry Bra. Like, I'll put up my hand. Good job today, Furry Bra. And you fist bump. <laughs> Alright, let's wait for the other bro, see if they need anything. Meanwhile. Between all these roars, as you guys start to maneuver down this corridor, it veers off to the left and veers off to the right. I am going to get my weapons out my bag. I have, I have. While well, I like doing that, I'm going to um, put the knives around my my person as best I can. Uh, shotgun over the shoulder. Not that I'm going to use in this in extreme circumstance. And rapier is now back on belt. I also learned the shotgun with my fire bullets. Oh great, let's set this on fire. That, that'll destroy the evidence. Yes, for emergencies only. Shotgun is not exactly a stealthy you weapon. You open fire on everything. It's not exactly a stealthy weapon and I'm trying to be stealthy. Why do you think I told you not to bring a shotgun to a stealth mission? And you brought it anyway. To be fair, it would make less of a bang than that if the knife boat in the hall did. At this, at this point, you hear the Goliath run straight past this hallway, screaming as he seems to disappear in the ballroom again. So there's a left or a right turn here, then. Mm. Is that correct, GM? Left or right? Yes. Can I see anything down either route if I peek my head around? Like a mm. One, one go, one go the left-hand side sort of wheeze around the court, wheeze around a right-hand turn. And if you look down the right-hand corridor, you see just a door. Slightly, maybe 20 foot down. Double doors. No one's at the door. We will check the door. Okay, I'm gonna go left. Bye. (laughs) We will check the door, see if it's locked or not. Nope, not locked. It's a keyhole. No keyhole. No keyhole. Okay. Reed will try the door. As you look through the door, you find yourself in a kitchen. Okay. And looking through the window, you can see a twenty-foot-tall <laughs> behemoth of a monster spitting out fireballs. Reed's face, Reed's up. It, I don't, I don't actually know if halflings have eyebrows, but if they do, then they've suddenly shot up. And uh, Reed closed the door very carefully, in case anything is inside there still, 
and will then run after a lot. He's not <laughs> soft shoeing, <laughs> he's just running, Benny Hill style. Yeah, that, that's not a stealth check because full sprint. I like it. you can do boom, 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 as you look behind you, you see Reed booking it as fast as he can towards you. And kind of put a hand up when he gets close enough. Reed will, Reed will um, slide to a stop. He got you to use new boots so he can leave that perfect on the floor. Not entirely sure what those two have done, but. Okay, not, not our problem. They're doing their job, we'll do ours, okay? Yes, I'm just saying... Save it for your therapist. I, I'm going to need one, seeing, having seen what I've just seen. At this point, you've been fair a roar. That. Oh, uh, I'm going to summon Praxidike now that I have my magic back. Hello. We may have need of you during this. Just... Well said. We <laughs> get startled by a purple pseudo dragon. <laughs> the stinger's a bit close to your face for your liking. No cracks. Evening. He just t- t- tilts his head and stares at you like he's examining whether you're an adequate meal or not. I'm pretty sure he still has poison in his veins, perhaps. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dine on that. Shall we? Read um, Kaylin walking down the corridor. Yeah, I think kind of our cover is very much blown because why the hell would we be down here? I'm kind of um if they're all still there, then I'm going straight offensive. I'm with you. I'm gonna make my way down just trying to I mean, his kind of office I'm assuming would be fairly obvious in the it's probably a thick door to stop eavesdroppers. Fancier looking than ever or else. As you peek your head around the corner, you do see um, another set of double doors about 10 foot down with a guard standing there. Seems a bit wary. Just got his weapon at the ready. Just just one? Yeah, down this corridor. What kind of guard is it, Alex? It's quite a burly dragonborn, about six and a half foot tall. Okay, I'm going to essentially sprint up to the guy because I'm terrifyingly fast. Slap my hand onto him and cast Inflict Wounds with my gloves. Okay, roll to hit. There's no way he's not going. There's no way he's not going to react. And on it in the ten foot corridor in time, so just <laughs> just <ahead>. zoom. <laughs> oh no, that's twenty five. Nah, double his AC. So that's three D ten necrotic damage. I'm going to murder a man. No, I let the other guy live, but like. Oh, uh, that is. 17. 17. Is just add an extra d6 in there for sneak attack damage because that was kind of a sneak attack. That's five. Yeah. As you as you turn around the corner, he's like, 
Oh, wait, you can't be, as you then just like grab his face in, the black mark shoot up it and his eyes just roll back as he falls limp in your arms. I'm just pushing down. We do, we do you hear it. from behind the, you hear from behind the door. Greg, you all right? Greg? Reed will, hit, Reed will move towards the door. Um, handles made of metal? Same, same thing. Reed, um, I lied, you know his door's locked? I mean, if it is, it's locked on the inside and he can come here, obviously. Yeah, ah, because uh, if he's going to open the door and come out, I could heat it up, but it also and burn his hand. Problem is, is that then at this point you hear the door unlock. Lock or unlock? Unlock. At this point you hear the door unlock. Get touched in, the handle starts to turn. Okay, okay. Um, I draw my rapier, cast heat metal on, on it. Okay, so what's that in tow then? Um, I've, I've just made my uh, I've cast heat metal on my uh, on my rapier. So, uh, any creature in still contact with it um, takes 2d6 fire damage. Oh, you cast it on the rapier? Yeah. Ah, right, so you're not doing it on the doorway. Okay, no. at this point, the door does swing open as a um, human looks in it. Eyes go wide, and uh, he reaches for his sword. I, I thrust forward first, take, taking advantage of him being surprised, as you just said it. And uh, literally will pierce and literally just like, go through his throat with my rapier. I'm to hit first. Absolutely. And while you do that, roll for initiative as well. Okay, roll to hit first, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, so roll to hit. Um, can't believe your saving throw is so garbage, Praxonite. 22 is the hit yeah, for rapier. Hits him. Okay, lovely. Okay, so. Okay, so. Uh, does deal with medical damage. Uh, and plus one to hit as well. And plus one to damage. Okay, so plus one to damage. And then. Because Ally is right next door to me, I'm going to be able to use my sneak attack. Um. Which gives me 46 damage extra to it. Do I need to roll initiative, really? Yeah, because as you see behind him, when the door opens in, Reed jumps forward to swing, you see four other guards in this big hallway. Yeah. I got a 22, Praxedike got an 11. 28. Right, so you're right. Doing... Is that a natural twenty or no? That wouldn't be natural. No, my addition right. to initiatives five. Oh, so I'm going to say he does go first because of it being a nat. I got more than him. You got twenty-two, didn't you? Okay, no, the person with the higher debt. Twenty-eight, but he did get a natural twenty, so oh, I think. Okay. So damage-wise, Alex, um, that is nine fire damage and twenty-six uh, piercing damage. Yep, the guard is fucked. You just stick the blade through his throat, and it burns him, and he's like, 
as he slides off your blade and drops to the floor. Okay, I need an image. Okay, so he's out. My initiative roll um, is a dirty 20. Right, so as all of this chaos ensues, the um, guard is this big like entryway that's maybe about 40 by 40 square. And in the middle of it, you see a large staircase going up onto a um, balcony. One of the guards on the staircase, seeing you guys, cocks his gun and points at Reed as the end starts to glow with a magical force and a pink bullet shoots out from the front of it. Uh, Armour class Nine. Reed is... Four, Fifteen. Um, that is a 26 to hit. I will say it's 15, but with my rapier, that's 16. Uh, no, because the rapier provides... Yes, that is correct, yes. So rapier provides you with a natural plus one anyway. So, it's still a 26. Uh, make me a wisdom saving throw, Reed. Oh, wisdom? It's a flat... It's flat wisdom, and... Seven, that is 16 psychic damage, and you are knocked prone. Okay. As this bullet pierces your side and a pink glow just goes over you and your eyes roll back and you fall to the floor, Reed. Lovely. That marks his turn, so a lie. What's up? You and you literally watch Reed jump forward, stab the guy, and as he lands, a bullet just connect with his shoulder and he just falls over. So, the guy Reed stabbed, is he dead? Yes. So there's um, four others. Yeah, there's two guards directly in front of you, about 30 foot away. There's one on the stairs that you can see reloading, Gaff, guessing he was the one who just shot Reed, and one standing by the door at the top of the stairs. Okay. Cracks uh, like rolls its own initiative, so that's fine. Uh, to, make, to make it simpler, you can just share initiative with you, because then that's less for me to keep track of. Okay. Uh, how far away is the guard from me? Uh, the closest the one on the stairs, the range, the range guy. About forty foot from you. You 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 can reach any guard in this room, regardless. Yeah, I'm just thinking of a Prax. So Prax can fly sixty foot per round. So he's gonna go and try and sting the ranged guy. Okay. So hit, then. Need to hit him and then. Oh wow, that's crit 20. Plus four. Yeah, that's that hits. They're all so, because of their clothing, they're all their ACs are twelve. I need a con save from you. Con save from the Dragon Ball. Uh 14 plus. Yeah, that's that beats two. his because his con save is garbage. Yeah, you got a 14 plus two. Okay, so, so he doesn't he fall jumps unconscious. On his, as he just he does jumps damage. on and just stabs him in the shoulder he's like Fuck! yeah so he only takes he only takes six damage it's just the poison doesn't and the acid doesn't take effect i was kind of hoping that he'd fail by five or more and be unconscious for an hour <laughs> no that's prax and he's just going to be a pain in the ass to that guy in particular <laughs> and i'm going to go for those in front of me Okay. Because, yeah, um, because I murdered that other guy, I realise I get ten temporary hit points as well. 
and touch of death. Okay. Yeah, the half elf and um, dwarf look up and as they both draw their swords as you jump up and approach them. Kind of smirk. I am smirking. I definitely have a very evil smirk on my face that I pull the glaive out from behind me. And I'm just going to try and... One turn I'm just going to glaive one of them and the other one I'm going to try and beat to death with my fucking fists. So one attack glaive. One attack uh, flurry of blows slash on arm strike stuff. You're going for a... Guard two or three? Three's a dwarf, two's a human. Glaive's going for human, punching's going for dwarf. Because if I make a melee attack against these people, then they don't get opportunity attacks against me. So if I do it against both of them... Whack whack. That's funny. Snicky. Okay. Glaive plus eight, that's a 14. And then unarmed strike and well, ah, just fucking heat my dice at myself. Jesus. That's a hit. That's a hit. That's a hit. It's kind of hard to miss when it's a 12 and I get a plus 8 or a plus 9. <laughs> okay. Lave, D10. So the human takes 9 slashing damage as I just cut him across the stomach. Okay. Then the wolf will take. That's not a D8, Caitlin. That's a D8. Picked up a fucking D4. So he takes 34. Well, necrotic damage. Because I can do necrotic damage with my fist. So that puts him at minus 14. So as you just like. He just, his eyes go back, his black scars seem to go up his face, and he just collapses. Yeah, and I'm just gonna turn and grin at the human like a psychopath. Human who's on his side just looks at you and looks at you in fear. But it is his the human's turn, so he is going to take two swings at you. One of them is definitely a miss. So the other one is a 17 to hit. That is so my armor class. D6 on the short sword, plus 2 is 7 slashing damage. Oh no, my temporary hit points. And then he's going to action surge, because he's our fighters, and he's going to go again. That's a miss. That is a... 30, 20 hits. That's a one, so three slashing damage. I have is no more just... temporary hit points. Wait, is no, I just... do, because I just got ten from killing a man. As he trembles and takes two swings at you, you manage to sidestep two of them, but he does, like, take a big swing and catch you on the shoulder. He does not look like he's enjoying his day. I'm just laughing because I realised that I gained the hit points I just lost from the murder. Read a skip short term, my bad. Um, you are. You sort of come back to consciousness as you're lying on the floor, shoulders stinging from a, like a psychic burn. Okay. Um, just gotta check something quickly. 
Yeah, it's concentration base. I lost concentration on that. Never mind. Heat metal would have, would have gone because of that. Yeah, you you've lost the slot for heat metal now because. That's fine. Yeah, I'd say when you got knocked prone. Yeah. I'd say that would have knocked it. That's fine. That's fine. So where I am on the floor, there's two left alive, isn't there? There's one on the stairs. Uh, there's three. There's the human that lies facing off. There's a dragonborn on the stairs, and there's a Goliath at the front door. At the, the front door, the the door at the top of the stairs. At the risk of sounding like I'm fishing for information, what color dragonborn? Um, he is a green dragonborn. Excellent. Excellent. Reed will. Now, I need to ask guys because you didn't. Have to, I don't think we actually clarified this. Can I? Is that using Misty Step is a bonus action? Yes. Now, is um, the rapier? Can I use the rapier? Rapier Misty Force as a bonus action for that reason as well? Yes. Yes. So you would use. What are you? What are you trying to do? No, I'm checking. It's still a bonus action for that. That's what I'm checking for. That's yeah, not for now. It's later down line. Okay. Yeah, so cool. you have your movement to get back up because otherwise you'll appear prone up the stairs anyway. Okay. So that will cost. So you have 15 foot left, and then as a bonus action, you could cast Misty Step. Okay. Well, I'm going to use half my movement to get up, and then I'm going to aim at the Dragonborn and open fire. Okay, yeah. Roll to hit. Okay, rolling to hit. Rolling to hit. He says, remember exactly what he has to do. Ah, there we go. Yes. Okay, 23. 23 hits. Lovely. Damage. Well, damage, I believe, is 2d10. 1d12 plus 10. Near enough. Drink for every time Reed forgets <laughs> every time Math gets his weapon damage. Okay, we're at twenty. Twenty? And he and he catches fire. Anything he's no. wearing. No, it's for non it's for flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried for fire damage. So he nothing does catch fire. Fair it makes enough. sense, but I think it's fair. Fair enough, I'm thinking because they're not in armour, they're in, as you yeah, said, as, normal full clothes. As the bullet hits him in the shoulder and erupts in a small flame, he's like, shit, and starts patting it out before looking Wait, back at you angrily. Do I throw for fire damage as well? Because I didn't. Um, it replaces the piercing damage for fire damage, so your 1d12 plus 10 piercing would... That's okay, that's cool. Fire. That's cool. Because we've a I've actually... I had those fire birds and I've never actually hit something with, with, with them. <laughs> so I thought I would just pretty check. Okay. And then I'll use my uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action um, to uh, dash closer to a dragonborn. So yeah, you can reach him. Yeah, so I'm be I'm be close enough so I'm within melee range. So if he moves away from me, I get off shield attack. Okay, that is fair. Uh, it is uh, end of that turn. It is the Goliath's turn. 
in Ringi, seeing you, he draws out his um, grave axe and charges at you and swings down. Okay. Uh, he's going to take a minus five to this. Hmm. Is yeah, that because I'm behind half cover, effectively behind the track of book? Mm, that's a fucking hell. 22 minus 5, so that is. 17. That is a hit. So. Just, but oh, yeah, hit. Okay, so 1d12. 8 plus 10 plus 2. So that is. 20 slashing damage as he brings down the glaive on the um, battle axe onto your shoulder. I've just repaired that! Yeah, blood splats up your shoulder as the suit rips. And he's going to take his second swing at you. That is a miss. As he goes for a second swing, he's just a bit short. Quite not judging your height right as it swings over the top of your head with a whoosh. That ends his. Is he going to action search? Nah. We'll leave his action search for. Okay. He's staying within range, is he? It ends your turn. Yeah, he's going to back up um, 10 foot. So I'm going to take a uh, offshoot attack for him backing up. That is fine. You can do that. Okay. With my rapier. That is plus 9, I believe. So in that case, then that is a uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, this is just playing with no... Uh, I can't add um, a sneak attack to this, can I? So. Mm, no, wouldn't really class Praxodike is like a full character. So I'm going to say pull allies so on, say no. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. And he's aware of you, so I won't class it. Okay, 10, 11 points of slashing damage. Piercing damage, maybe. Dealer's choice. Yeah, you jump in, just give him a quick jab as he takes a step back, looks down angrily at the leg, which starts bleeding. But that ends his turn, so it is the Dragonborn's turn, and he is going, he pulls out a dagger and takes a swing at the dragon in his face. So, take the swing. That is a 18 plus 2 to hit. D6 from D. No, it's D4 for a dagger. That is a 4, so accident takes 6 piercing. 6 slashing. He is grumpy about this, but he's still alive. Okay. Sorry to be a dick, but he's going to turn for a second. The dragon has just tried to poison him, so he's going to go for He doesn't know spell. that! Well, he stabbed him, so he's a threat, so... And that is a 16 to hit. 15 to hit. Yes, that for is. An extra four pier- for an extra four slashing. Okay, he disapparates, because for some reason they only have seven fucking health. Why do you have fuck all health, Praxodike? Okay, and then he's going to look at you, read action surf in... Take two swings at you. Well, only with his dagger that he's holding. Um, 17 to hit and 19 to hit. First both, hit. Both hits. So six slashing. Second is another six slashing. 
Okay. And that ends his turn, so a lie. You're there on the ground with a terrified looking human. Barely old enough to hold his sword. Yeah, well, he's gonna die. I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to do that currently. Uh, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna just glaive this guy again. Just slash him in fucking two, because why not? Yeah, that's fair, roll to hit. Uh, 26. 26? Yeah, it hits. Well, kill the child. Uh, there's 11 slashing damage. 11 was his health. I tough. cut the child in half. Yeah, just with a high swing, you literally chop him in half from upend as he just... As he splits, I, I, I eye the other two with like an evil fucking smirk. Dragon Ball looks concerned that Goliath looks angry. Uh, the Goliath's the one right next to Reed, right? The Goliath's... Dragonborn's next to Reed, the Goliath's about ten foot past them. Alright, well... Because he's gone back to the door. The Dragonborn seems to hate Reed, so I'm going to leave that to him, and I'm going to nail the other one with an Eldritch Blast. Okay, that is fine. Roll the hit. You're at three beams now, because yes, over a level 11. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, life's scary. Uh, the lowest of those three was a 17. Yeah, so all three here. Oh, my. <laughs> my dicey death has 27. Yeah, as these. How, how does he die? Essentially, well, I kind of sees him, you know. He went for his great axe, it wasn't very impressive. Just kind of raises an eyebrow, just. Black and purple energy just lances over at this guy, and you know, like how people disappeared in Than when Thanos snapped. It's like that. <laughs> how much damage was that again? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. He's going to use Stone Endurance and see because he could just about survive that if he was high enough. But I wanted to Thanos snap. No. He no, he doesn't have. You almost literally. That was if he rolled, if he rolled a nine, he would have had one HP. But he rolled an eight. Eli sees like him trying, just gives him a look like no. He just dusts as the beams hit him hard enough. Reed, it's your turn. Okay, so is it... the dragonborn at this point looks fearful. He's the only one alive still, is it? He is the last one alive. You look around and Eli's kind of just slaughtered everyone. Okay. Yeah, this is the thing that she can do. Um, uh, I'm going to spend... Um, I don't think you're going to let me cast Heat Metal again and then stab, are you? It's an action, so I'm going to say no. Yeah. Because so. you would have used your action to cast heat metal. Yes, that's fine. So I'm going to uh, 
Well, I'm going you, to. You have action surge, so that would work. But it's whether you want to use your action surge for that. Hmm. No, I'm just going to. Uh, I'm just going to stab him through the snout. Okay, roll the hit. Um, 15 plus 9, 24. 24, that hits. Double okay. DC. Okay, cool. He's alive oh, in no, five... Guys on, He's alive in five feet of me? Didn't think so, but... Uh, no. You're not going to need sneak attack, to be realistic. Unless you roll a dog poo, you're not going to need sneak attack. Which, I, I think I rolled... I think I've, been, I think I've done okay. Uh, okay, so that's... Uh, 10... Uh, magical slashing death, piercing damage. He had nine HP left. How does he die? Um, Reed basically takes one look at the now deceased Goliath, where it was anyway. Looks back at the dragonborn, and then just says like, "Yeah," and just like basically like both hands on the rapier hill and jumps up and straight through the snout into the brain and back out again with the brain attached. Reed. Reed, you almost end up, like, shooting up too high as Reed just suddenly jumps more than he's ever been able to. Much faster than he's ever been able to as he goes oh, up yeah, the boots. sticks it straight through the um, Dragonborn's brain. As he lands, the Dragonborn just falls down the stairs and starts to bleed out. Eyes leaning on her glaive, yawning, waiting for this to be over. Are we out of combat now? <laughs> yes, that is all of them dead. Okay, Reed will, uh, using his using his boot, just like pry the brain off the end of Ravia, and like let's go get let's go get what we need and get out of here. Well, I'm just kind of gonna try the office door now. <laughs> yeah, you look around that moment where um, Rock said about trying not to kill anyone if you can, and then you just got a bloodbath of all. <laughs> But hey, I left one guy so, unconscious. Everyone else is fair game. Teenager cut in half. One guy stabbed through the throat. Other guy disintegrated. One. Hey, look! They won't know if the other, if that <laughs> if that fine. disintegrated guy actually died. Maybe he ran away. There's nothing to identify uh, his corpse by. You go for the door and it doesn't open. Take that whistle. <laughs> Thank you, Jane Douglas. Okay. Um, Reed, um, just pulls out his pattern lockpicks and heads to the door. Allow me. Okay, roll me a feast tool check, which I used to get it wrong, I thought it was sleight of hand, but it's um, your d20 plus dex plus proficiency bonus. For you, it's double your proficiency bonus because you have expertise in it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you can be proficient in different tool types. And I am proficient with thieves tools. Yeah, that's one of the expertise you picked. Yes. Okay. I think uh, was good without alchemist tools. So basically, it's the same score as I've had anyway. Then. Okay, fine. A 27. Alchemist. 27. That gets the door open. It, it, you think the door's not actually going to open for a second, but. As the lockpicks do start to bend, you do hear the click as the door lock goes. 
Hmm. Thank good for that. I'll get these, make sure these things are in good order. I pocket me, me, me lock picks and uh, push the door open. We better be quick. Right, yes, we're so... Just, we're gonna scan the room for anything incriminating. Yeah. So, it, it, it's a nice office, bit old-fashioned. Bookcase and on left-hand side, bar on the right-hand side. It's about 20 foot long, about 30 foot long, 15 foot wide. And yeah, office and filing cabinets are behind, right at the back. I'll take filing cabinets. I'm going to take bookcase because I remember um, we found that book that had that assassination plan in it. Way back. Yeah, then. as you look through, as you look through, um, a lot of it's just um, as you look through the books, they're just um, like story books and history books and stuff and some receipts for um the war game in ships in this home you do find the you do find the actually wait no you won't find it there so it nothing really that incriminating on the shelves nothing over here anything in the uh in the filing cabinets uh as you go to check both filing cabinets they are locked they do have keyholes I, but they I are locked I get to work on lock picking notes because clearly there's something in there not meant to be seen. Okay, roll me two feast tool checks then. Okay, one to twenty-four. And one is a eighteen. What was it again? The first one? I got the eighteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. That one opens, but the other filing camera doesn't budge. Okay. Okay, I'll come back to my moment. Might only need that one. I look in the one that's open. Okay. Um, looking through it, you can find invoices in bills for funding the navy, and you find the you do find the invoice to this mansion, and it's a whopping sixteen and a half million gold to build this place. <laughs> and we just blew a hole in it. But nothing we're looking for now. Nothing that's incriminating, just bills and invoices. Okay. I'm going to have one more crack at um, lockpicking this lock. Okay, the DC has increased as the lock has been tampered with. It's fine. Okay, at 29. That beats it. So, as you hit, you put them in and immediately hear a click. Okay, I pull I pull the doors the drawers open and immediately begin rifling through as quick as I can. Um, you find basically the same thing. Though you also find some like sketches of um, new designs for ships and new designs for cannons and some really cool improvements plans for um. Novarin, like an expansion plan to build second half of the island out onto the water. But once again, mm. nothing sticks out as incriminating. Nothing in here, are I? I'm gonna look for, like, I'm gonna, like, the desk has, does the desk have drawers? Yes, it does. And you can see, to, as you look around the desk, it's fairly tidy. You see a um, 
you see in a little picture frame, maybe A4 size, a um, painting of um, the king in Rourke. Uh, with Rourke being a kid, like maybe four-ish foot tall. But How thick, it, thick is the frame compared to the painting? It's about an average frame. Okay. I wasn't sure whether it was oddly thicker than it should be and would have documents hidden behind it. Mm. Um, but <clears throat> looking down the side of the desk, there is two locked compartments. Reed, can you try these? I'm going to check the walls, see if there's like a false wall or something. I'm on it. Yeah, so I'm going to go kind of go around the outside, just kind of tapping. I'm just listening to see whether any of the walls is, there's a hollow space or not. That is fair. And you do feel like as you tap the foot, tap the wall, you do feel a, um, you do feel like a bit of the brick move. And Reed, make me. Are you unlocking both of them now, or are you just I, going for one for a minute? I'm going to try one at a time. I did roll 23 and 25. Uh, 23 doesn't open, 25 opens the other one. Okay, so open that one. Okay, so it's one on, it's one, it's one on each side, it'll be the one on the right. So. Yeah, okay. So, one of them doesn't budge. And you can hear something crack inside as you pull out and you've checked your lockpick slightly. But going for the other one, it does crack open. Okay. Um, Eliot, as you, as you pull off this brick, uh, it's nothing incriminating, but you find a beautiful revolver sat behind this brickwork in a um, display case. Solid gold with patterns of a dragon on them. Does it actually look functional, or is it very much a gaudy piece? You you open it and it looks functional. It it has a it feels like it feels like it's magic, but it has some kind of magical aura to it. Yoink! Can't hurt. <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> Well, I'm planning on making it look like we broke into steel stuff rather than to get information, so. As you look at Reed, you can see he's cracked open one drawer and slid open, and then he's gone to try and open up the other one. Weird thought, but if I do, like, an arcana, can I sense anything similar to the stuff I've gotten off Vaughn before? You don't sense anything similar. Like, the mask is... The mask is definitely something you can try to mimic the scent off of, but you can't like mimic its magical aura on anything else in here. So nothing's similar to that in here. No, not that you can feel magically. Uh, I'm gonna rifle through the drawer that Reed's opened. Let okay, him deal with find... cracky drawer. You do find something, but before I tell you what that is, Reed. See what? Roll me a roll me a few sword check. The DC has increased. Okay. Uh, 30, 30. The DC was thirty. You do hear a crack as the um, 
brought us open. And you are in view of a lot of notes. I was going through the uh also going through the right cupboard. A lie. As you look at a letter that you pull off which looks a little bit older, you like scramble through the notes and they're mostly bills in stuff that you've seen in other drawers. Until you find one that is pretty incriminating. Reed, you go through the same and nothing really sticks out until you find a handwritten letter. And as you just open up to skim it to see if you can find anything incriminating, your blood runs cold as you read this. Okay. But meanwhile, uh, we go back to Random Picasso. As you sit, guys, sit under the tree, the um, it's been pretty radio silent on your end until you hear footsteps approaching. And then, as you look over to the right, from where you hear the footsteps come in, looking exhausted and rather drowned by the rain, in human form, is Lauren. She looks over and sees you guys, and starts running up towards you guys, collapsing onto, collapsing onto her knees next to you. Oh my god, I found you two. Uh, what's, uh, what's like up there, uh, Anger Bros lady? She, she looks at you with confusion. Please, it's Lauren. And just gives you both a hug. Like a white hug. Uh, alright, like, accountant lady. Um, bro, like, what's, uh, like, up? Have either of you seen Read and Lie? Um, like... They're, like, in the mansion, bruh. They're in danger. Serious danger. We, we gotta go now. Uh, like, uh, furry bro's got, like, a stone. Like, we could, like, tell him if you need to. There's, there's no time for that, come on. And she just gets up and starts running towards the house. Leaving you two guys by the... Leaving you two by the chair. Not chair, tree. Uh, I'll look at the uh, running Lauren for looking back at Furry Bro. Oh, uh, like, we should probably follow her, right, Furry Bro? Yes, I suppose so. Uh, alright, well, like, alright. And then, yes, uh, Picasso will turn and begin running after Lauren. Not overtaking her, because he's pretty fast, so. <laughs> As you you catch her up anyway, as she starts to swing open the gate to the property, she turns back to you and goes, "The, the king knows knows about him. He's 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 with he's with um the court. He um, but he's not what he looks like. He's a." Okay, as we go back into the um, room, Eli, you find um, letters for a 
four locations that have been sent to farm different islands. One of them is the Isle of Fardin, one of them is the Isle of Null. You have Mount Lola written on there and they they appear to have locations written for specific items. Lola says staff or gauntlet. Um, Noel says key with a question mark. It appears to appears like he's been tracking what you guys have been after and shipping off this information. And as you look through the back, you do find multiple invoices for investments straight to the Isle of Vardin, where, as is well known, the court originated from. Dating back almost 50 years. Interesting. Read. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm concerned. <gasps> okay. Does that make Reed's blood run cold? It made my blood run cold. I don't know Reed's. Am I about to be very proud? Oh, yes. Reed looks at a lie and then says, A lie. You're going to want to hear this. Elder Stormshield. It has been almost 50 years since we last talked, and I've missed it. Once all this is over and my new world is forged, you and I must meet again, my oldest friend. I must inform you that the court search has finally been successful. We have not been able to find the key's location, but we have found the one man who does. My oldest friend, I wish for you to capture the Elder Turtle, as he is the key to finishing our hunt and summoning the half-god Avius back to Autorvia, where he'll fix the world, bring balance with magical rupture, and in return, create my new kingdom, and of course, don't worry about any turtle or other inhabitants that may stand in your way. Their deaths are just a necessary delay. Much to my confusion, he wishes to keep the human woman known as a lie in the picture. He believes she had been helpful politically, and it has worked, as it's kept Queen Fee of the Alliance off our backs. But that elf demise is upon her soon anyway. Good luck, my oldest friend, and soon this endless path will reach its end. Lord Vantress, leader of the court, and king of the to-be Autorvian Empire. Well, shit. <laughs> A lie? What does he mean by, by politically helpful? What was the name of the god? The god? The Me half pick. god? Avius. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Avius? Oh, it's now not the time. I don't know who Avius is. Yes, I'm lying. I'm lying. You can incite that if you want, but... Incite against deception. Read, read... Lies bullshitting. Read, read, read doesn't incite it. Read instead steps one, step one place back and casts Zone of Truth. Oh, you want to play this game, do you, little man? Zone of Truth work, Willis. It's my new spell. 
<laughs> I didn't think I'd be using it on a lie. I didn't think I'd be that brave. I have to admit, when you took that spell, I was thinking, that's never going to have a use. But Well. It's a charisma saving throw. Um, anyone within a 15 3 sphere centered around a lie uh, until it ends any creature there. Um, it can avoid answering questions but cannot lie. It's a, D, it's a uh, DC 16 charisma saving throw. Yeah, probably not going to be done. I guess this doesn't really count as a charm, does it? No. Damn it. As long as I could just be like, no. Because you can choose the answer. Uh, charisma. Only a 10. I'm aware of this spell oh, being cast on. Yes. Me, yeah. So. I raise an eyebrow at you, as if to say, you fucking dare. A lie. I know mad bullshit I've told when I'm being lied to. Okay, we're meant to be friends and allies here. Please, do not lie to me. What do you know? Please tell me the truth. I know stuff. Who is this, who is this half-god? You seem to know who it is. I mean, I grew up in a monastery. I know a lot about gods. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play with half-truths? In the big <laughs> leagues, baby boy. <laughs> Avius, in particular, is he something to do with you directly? The lie doesn't answer. You just told me everything I need to know there. I don't care if that is the case, but don't bullshit me. I dropped the spell. Avius is the reason I'm alive. Maybe that's what they mean by politically useful. Maybe. Look, I am sorry for casting that. I am. I'm not going to do that ever again to you. I promise you that. But. Please don't do, please do not BS me on this stuff, Aloy. I've told you, I said it when I came back from the fucking dead. There are things now that you don't get to know. Well, now I'm- I'm not in control of what my patron wishes. That I get. Now, we need to get out of here still. And we need to get and help this Elder Turtle before it's too late. I pocket all the letters and things we've gathered. I'll pocket the one that um, I found. I try and take that one. You're going to try and take the letter that Reed's got? Yeah, I've very much like been putting all the stuff in a pile. And I'm very much just going to... In um, it'll look instinctive. Instinctively reach for that one and just pocket everything. Because thus far in our adventures, I've always taken all the documents. You're going to let her take the letter Reed or...? Hell no. Give me the letter, Reed. Not until if you told Picasso. We're going to tell Picasso, I just can't. You're currently bleeding. I don't really want you to bleed on it more. I cast Suggestion, which is a second level spell that I have to magically influence a creature I can see into doing a simple action as requested, as long as it doesn't involve hurting themselves. 
It's a wisdom save, Reed. Crit one. So. <laughs> Give me the letter, Reed. Halfling, uh, I will just say. Halflings have halfling luck. They can re-roll once. I've already used it once this session. It's there is no, there is no limit to it. Halflings can re-roll once. No, crit one. Once. Oh, for God's sake! Yeah. So, second, if it's another crit one, then it is crit one, unfortunately. Reed does hand it over to a lie, and says, "I do trust you." And hands the letter. Pocket it with all the others, and. Uh, I mean, we've kind of made a mess in here anyway, but just anything inherently valuable I'm going to stick in the bag of holding just so it looks like we've done a robbery rather than a information Yeah, the, the most... There's not a lot of valuable stuff in here. There's the odd little, like, trinkets, in, but the most expensive-looking stuff is the um, drinks and stuff. I'll smash them. Reed will try and take two bottles of rum before that happens. Okay. Try to. We'll let Reed take the alcohol. Throw uh, it into my bag of holding. Oh, let's see. You grab one regular bottle and one expensive looking bottle. Is a light suddenly just comes around and knocks a basically with the glaive just. The <laughs> no alcohol. Get out of here. At this yeah, point, I'm basically going to try and find the nearest window and yeet myself out of it. Well, there is no window. I already asked about this in the in the preamble. Not in no the office. I asked about the office. Looks like we went past the kitchen. Mm, good point. Back to the kitchen. Yeah, past so at the this place. point, at this point, the, as you go to the window, they are fixed windows, so you can smash the window, but they don't open on the ground floor. I'm just going to run and hurl myself through it. How long has it been at as, this point? Is the thing still going? No, the party is long gone. Yeah, I'm just gonna hurl myself out the window and run because why the fuck not? Yeah, as um, you as you come through the window, you do see Ran, Picasso, and Lauren coming through the gate. Reed follows through the window and is running after. Hi guys, time to go. Time to go. Time to go. Yeah, go 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 go. Are we close enough to actually hear them? Um, yeah, they've got, they've ran right up to you, and Lauren has told you what the king is, so you two already know that. Picasso's kind of just in a stunned state of silence, just like pointing at the uh, at Lauren. Oh hi, honey. <laughs> Lauren, so glad you two are okay. Lauren, thank God you're all right. Look, yeah, I, we have things to say, but not yeah, here. We, 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 we need to go. We need, we need to go. Yeah, go. Go, go. Uh, how did you two get in? Point back to the front gate. <laughs> we just came through. I meant sneakily, but all right. Uh, Picasso instinctually just pick, grabs Reed and like picks him up to put him on his shoulder. There. Before just booking it. As you start to swing open the gate, you do hear from behind you, obviously, it depends on whether you'll stop it staying or not. But you do hear behind you, there's no need to run, we have things to discuss. And from the doorway, 
walks out the king on his cane, with his cane in hand. But he slowly does walk out from the doorway. Are we so stopping? Are you guys going to stay or are you going to run? Are we stopping or not? Is Lauren stopping? Is Lauren stopping is my question. She looks at the dragon, looks in fear, and then looks at you guys. Is is the high elf with him? No, he's by himself. Lauren is just like stunned in fear, seeing the king walk out. Oh, he's 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 what is staring me? I have much to discuss. Lauren, forgive me for saying this, and forgive me for this. Who is he? That's the king. Yeah, he's like, you see that? He keeps saying he, he, he. Something to say he is something. What is he? Answer your question, boy. As he starts to walk even closer and stops about 20 feet away from you, guys. I kind of step in front of the others. What did you take? Not that it matters at this point, but I'd like to know. I picked, I raised the gun. <laughs> I read the bottle. Roll me deception. What's light? Twenty-six, me Alex. Got fucking five. You got a five. Yeah. You got a twenty-five. So he sort of ignores you, Reed, and looks up to you. I hear there's a lot of valuable in my office paperwork that the public eye cannot see. And as the king, I request that it is returned, or your actions will have consequences. Your Majesty, well, actually, no, let's not bother with the false pretenses. Would we do this if we weren't aware that there were consequences for getting caught? No, I, I was your age once. A very long time ago. <laughs> very long time ago. I, I can assure picture you. of you and your son. Changing the subject. Back to what it was. You can try to escape, you can try to fight, but you won't win. Hand back that information and everything you've taken, and I'll let you go. I'm going to hand the bag of holding behind me, which has the letters and stuff in it, to you guys. Because I'm at the front. So if you start running, maybe you can get away before me. It's up to you lot who takes it. I'm just kind of... Like one hand on my sword. If you're gonna do that, make me a stealth check against his perception. A dirty 20. He just smiles at you. As... As you stand there. Cost will instinctually reach out to grab the bag. Last chance. Kind of look at the others and I'm like, he goes nothing. And, uh, I'm going to attempt to Eldritch Blast the King <laughs> and yell and get the others to run. <laughs> okay, roll to hit. Uh, 
15 misses, but the other two yep. hits. I'm not really trying to kill him, I'm just trying to maintain his attention. Yeah, it's only it's only 10 damage. He, he, he doesn't seem that bothered. He just like holds up an arm as they hit his arm and burn into it. So as he as that happens, run. are you guys running or what? What is the plan? I've told them to run. Whether they listen is up to them. I'm gonna say Lauren started running. I feel like it's Angry Bro told Picasso to run, so Picasso would run. We just hanging on to Picasso, so we've got to go with Picasso. Run. Okay, run runs as well. Why? Seeing that the others run, what are you doing? I just kind of stood there, staring him down, mainly because I can run quite fast. And I'm just trying to pre. like. Basically, if he casts, like, a spell towards them, he casts a ranged spell, I'm going to try and jump in front of him. He just looks up as the air pressure around him changes dramatically. I gave you the option. And his back just pops as he starts to grow in size. Wings, massive wings crack out of his back and spread open as his whole body gets surrounded by this lightning storm and as a huge tail comes out through the back in an extra set of legs slab onto the ground a large neck head grows out of it with his head at the end and as the storm around him evaporates in front of you 60 maybe 70 foot in length is a blue dragon as he lets out a huge deafening roar as all the lightning around <laughs> to be continued. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 